Our reading from the Hebrew Testament this morning is from Psalm 133. How very good and pleasant it is when kindred live together in unity. It is like the precious oil on the head running down upon the beard, on the beard of Aaron, running down over the collar of his robes. It is like the dew of Hermon, which falls on the mountains of Zion, for there God ordained God's blessing, life forevermore. And a reading from the Christian Testament from the letter to the Hebrews chapter 10, verses 23 to 25. Let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering, for God who has promised is faithful. And let us consider how to provoke one another to love and good deeds, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. The word of God for the people of God. Thank you, Sharon, for reading that. Well, as some of you know, we are doing this summer series at church right now where we're sharing reflections. And um, with this being my last Sunday, I'm excited to reflect with you all a little bit about what my time here at LOUCC has looked like. When I moved to Oregon around four years ago, I had very little idea of what my life would really look like as an undergraduate student. While I was at George Fox, it became clear really quickly that everybody has their interests and their, their niche thing, and they find this sort of bit type of business that they wanna do. And when you decide that you wanna work at a church or be involved in that, there's this idea that you're in the cup filling business. It's the idea that the church really needs you. And without you contributing to the life of the church, people's spiritual cups are gonna be left empty. And during my whole first year of school at George Fox, I spent time learning all about this cup filling business. And I desperately wanted to do it. I wanted to get plugged into a church and transform their program and change kids' lives. And so I stumbled upon LOUCC and I applied for the job and I didn't think I would get an interview, but I did. And then when I interviewed for the job, I thought there was no way that they were going to give it to me. I was only 19 years old. I had only a year of school and a summer internship at my church back home under my belt. And I doubted that anyone was really ready to let me start filling some of these cups. But I got the job. And when I did, I figured that it was because God wanted me to be here, that this church really needed me. And whether or not this church needed me is not really relevant here because regardless of how much the church needed me, it turns out I really needed you. During my three years here, I've had my ups and downs, just like everyone has in life, ups and downs. And I 
was faced with the, I think the overwhelming feeling that we all feel sometimes that life is not meant to be done alone. It's not as enjoyable when you're by yourself. And I really felt this during hard times that I went through, which whenever I was going through a hard time, I was usually pretty quiet about this. I tend to be silent about various struggles. But even though I was silent, you all seemed to know because you were there for me and you supported me and loved me. And I think that some of you all were there for me and helped me immensely and didn't even really know it. The first summer that I lived in Oregon was the first summer that I was fully on my own. And so I was doing my best to save money and to live cheaply. And so my diet mainly consisted of peanut butter sandwiches which do a really good job of filling you up, but are get pretty old after like two days. And so I was living with this diet. And one day I was asked to um, provide the childcare for an event that was happening at church. Um, and what, the event was being catered. And uh, Don Hayami was, I don't know if she was in charge of it or organizing it or what, but um, after the event, she let me keep all of the leftovers from the catering, which was a lot. And that may seem like a really small thing, but it made my whole summer that Don gave me all of the food from this event. Um, and I didn't have to eat peanut butter sandwiches for a whole week. And it was awesome. It just totally lifted me up. And later on during that same summer, I was going through a pretty rough time where I was feeling pretty hurt and broken. And I was wondering how I was going to make it through the whole summer. And we had our um, annual picnic in the park and we were sitting on blankets and in chairs and people were sharing in small groups about songs that mattered to them. And Pam Rossio was telling me about this song um, called Breathe by Anna Nalik. And um, that got her through her own really difficult time. And so I started listening to that song almost every night that summer and it got me through and I don't know what I would have done without it. <clears throat> and the adults, they are not the only people in this church who have really supported me. The children and teens have done so much for me, maybe more than I've really done for them. The teens inspire me all of the time. Not only are they just some of the best and brightest people I've met and give me so much hope and peace for what the future will look like, they also will play any game that I bring to the table, regardless of how silly or incredibly complex it is and they have affirmed me in their willingness to participate in all the activities that I bring their way. And the church school children have been incredibly affirming to me as well, constantly reminding me why it is that I care about the church, whether it's engaging in conversations about what the Trinity means with the second graders or asking questions about whether heaven will have pizza or not, I constantly found my fire for people wanting to be in relationship with God reignited. Particularly, not that long before the pandemic started, I was in the Zoomers class. 
And the kids were playing as I was setting up an activity and I was sitting there looking at them, wondering if anything I said was really getting through or if they were just more concerned with blocks and cars and foam Nerf balls. And I had this exercise that I was preparing to teach them about communion, what it represents and how it acts as a reminder that Jesus loves you so much. So I went around to each of our, the kids in the class and told them individually that Jesus loves them so much. And um, the last kid who I told this to, Tommy, he responded to me, which the other kids would just run off after I said that. He said, yeah, God loves everybody. And in that moment, I was so filled with excitement and relief because that core message that I care so much about getting across to our kids was getting through. And this was just before the pandemic, which has been a challenging time for me and all of us. It's been something we've gone through together, but when it began, I was so afraid. I had no idea what I was gonna do in pretty much every area of my life. And I'm sure you all can relate to that. And with church, I did not know what we were going to do. I didn't know how we were going to make it work. I didn't know what my job was going to look like at all. But together, we did make it work. We recorded videos, we met on Zoom, and we mailed packages to kids monthly. And you all continued to encourage me, despite not seeing me face to face every Sunday. You encouraged me that I do have these spiritual gifts and you affirmed me in my call to ministry through emails, cards and messages in the YouTube chat box. And during this time where there's so much physical distance between us, and I just was feeling like, oh, there's no way I will still feel the presence of church community. Zoom coffee hours brought me closer to each and every one of you as we encountered each other in breakout rooms, and I am so grateful for those. These past three years, you all have walked with me, you've encouraged me, and you've helped me. You have filled my cup, and I hope that I've done some filling in yours as well. But if there's one thing that I've found in these past three years, it's that the spirit is at work in each of us to spur one another on, guiding us and intersecting our lives, allowing us to provide what others need without us even knowing there's a need in the first place. The Holy Spirit works abundantly in this church. Each and every one of you has these unique gifts and you're all really hold on to your sense of belovedness. And I am intensely, immensely grateful for you letting me be a part of it. Amen. <laughs>